Welcome, my name is Sam Swayze, across from me is Evan Hayes, and you're listening to Revolutionary Radio, a student-conceived, student-driven vehicle for student stories. Interested in sharing your story, you can shoot us an email at stories at revolutionaryradioky.com, or hit our Twitter at revolutionaryradioky. Our guest this week is Zach Sippy, a junior at Henry Clay and a member of the school's SBDM. Zach is doing historic work for the Pritchard Committee Student Voice Team, where he chairs the School Governance Committee. So, Zach is obviously an intelligent, high-achieving student, but today we're going to focus on some disturbing events at Henry Clay. Um, you, you don't have to laugh, Zach. Well, I just, I, I don't think I've ever received a warmer introduction in my life. I'm, I'm so humble. Yeah, you, 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 just like see him, you just see him. He's absolutely glowing. I mean, I, yeah. when, you, when you say a warmer introduction, are you referring to the ambient temperature of the recording station? Well, I think it's a mix of both. <laughs> Um, Zach, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, if you would, Sam and I, uh, just for a place to start, could you just give a 30-second rundown of exactly what's going on at Henry Clay right now? Maybe you want to talk about the uh, SBDM work you've been doing or the really what we're, t- what we're talking about today, the uh, recent incident of vandalism at Henry Clay. So... I- What's going on at Henry Clay is, is part of a larger issue across the country. We've seen an uptick in hate crimes uh, since, since November's election. Um, and, and really, this has been a pattern of, um, of a long time. It's not just the election. I want to make clear that um, you know, while um, you know, bigotry uh, being spread by our leaders uh, certainly does condone it for others, um, you know, people are responsible for their actions. And you know, we've seen an increase in hate crimes. Um, since before the November election, although there has been a, a, a significant increase um, in, in the wake of the November election. Um, so the, the Anti-Defamation League, other organizations have seen this uptick, um, and there's been ha- hate crimes um, tend to target in America um, religious and racial minorities um, as a general rule, but also LGBTQ students, um, immigrant and refugee students, um, so um, a, a lot of our student body uh, just simply don't feel safe and secure uh, in their schools anymore. Or e- even if they do feel uh, safe and secure, they are definitely um, frazzled. I, I can't think of the right word, um, but definitely on edge. Um, yeah, I, I'll say as a Jewish student um, in a Kentucky high school, I don't think I've ever feared for my life or um, been terribly nervous, although I have been concerned. Um, or, or on edge by, by some of those things. So about about a month ago, a month and a half ago, um, I went public with um, some swastikas that I found, um, some anti-Semitic um, things that I've received online uh, and talked about my experience. Um, and you know, re- just, just this week, there was vandalism of, of Henry Clay High School, again, with students uh, writing um, profane things, including um, talking about the KKK um, on, on, on Henry Clay's walls. So it's, it's it, really, this is, this is symptomatic of a larger issue, I guess, to, to get back to your question. So there's been an increase of, of hate in our schools, and Henry Clay just happens to be one of many schools where we're seeing this, um, in, in particularly vitriolic ways. Wow. That is, you know, certainly horrible to you know that we have students that um that don't feel safe and or they don't feel like uh you know school can be a home for them so um what would you say zach has been the response uh 
to, to these acts? Has there been a uniform response? Has it been kind of disaggregated or um, have you been impressed with it? How is it, how, how has the community first and then the community or the school second responded to these actions? Um, I think the com- community's responded in lovely ways. Um, I've received um, an outpouring of support from former students, former teachers, uh, my peers, um, really people all across, um, all across the Lexington area. Um, offering me personal words of support with regards to the anti-Semitism, with regards to the um, amount of, of, of hate crimes, um, I, I think we have seen the community in Lexington uh, speak loudly and firmly against these actions. So I, I think we, we do see an improvement and we are seeing um, a noticeable attempt um, to prevent these actions from going on from the community. Um, we have a great, particularly interfaith community here in Lexington, um, you know, as as you help plan the um, as the rally against the Muslim ban um, here in Lexington, that our interfaith community is really strong. The Islamic Society of Lexington, the NAACP, the Jewish Federation of the Bluegrass. Um, there's a lot of great organizations um, throughout uh, the Lexington area that are really dedicated to community-based solutions um, and religious tolerance. So that that's good. With regards to the schools, um, I asked superintendent. Um, Superintendent Kalk to form a task force against hate as part of the Equity Council's reach. Um, and I've been working with Adrian Wallace, who's the president of the Lexington NAACP, uh, on these issues uh, to form this task force that will be student-driven. Um, my goal here, and, and, I, and I say this um, in all seriousness, with the perpetrators of these attacks mm-hmm. are students. The victims of these attacks are students. Um, and that's not to say that other members of the community aren't affected by what happens. However, the majority of this does affect our students. Um, and so students need to be key players in, in finding solutions to these problems. Um, and, you know, I, I say students as partners no matter where I go, no matter what I'm doing. It's kind of branded into your brain. Yes, it, it is. Um, but this is truly a place where, where students uh, can serve as partners in decision making. Students can serve as partners in combating this hate. Um, and and it, it, I think it's so emblematic of, mm. of the power um, that students can have in creating solutions. Um, mm. And so I'm excited for this task force, um, which will eminently be um, created hopefully sometime very soon. Oh, so we'll to cover that. <laughs> exactly. Have we'll, them all on the show. We'll be there. You can, you can count us there. Um, one thing I was wondering if, if you had a... I mean, this, this could be a question that no one's asked before. I don't know. But, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm nervous again. Well, no, it's on a, edge. Well, no, it's, it's a broad question. So I think I think when these when this vandalism occurred, the greater response from students at Henry Clay was just that it's ridiculous, and not many people saw the implications of exactly what was uh, written. How they're really um, <laughs> the, the the references they make to just hate groups. Well, I want to be really clear. A lot of people are talking about intentionality, right? Oh, it was a joke. It was this. It was that. Well, that, that's you know, actually what I was about right. to ask. I was so, going to so say. A lot of people have talking about supposedly, and, and I don't know, I'm just speaking on the basis of rumors, and I'm not defaming anyone or trying to slander anyone. Supposedly, some of the students who carried out these, the, the vandalism, were minority students. Um, and so they're saying, oh, it wasn't a big deal, right? This is just a joke. Or with regards to the anti-Semitic stuff that I received, oh, it was just a joke. Don't you know, Zach? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Um, 
And yes, in, intentionality does matter, but, but so do the actions in and of themselves. So bringing up the KKK, regardless of whether it's a joke or not, isn't particularly funny. Um, drawing swastikas on the walls um, or 47s that look like swastikas or, or whatever it is, that's simply not funny. Um, so there, you know, as much as intentionality matters, what, what it, it, it's, it, I think it's more significant, the actions in and of mm -hmm. themselves. Um, so while I, I do think we do have uh, a serious problem, um, I think it's important to recognize, you know, saying it's a joke isn't an excuse, and it, and it's not enough. Well, that's that's that kind of segues into the the next question I was going to ask. How do you think that schools can sort of stop this desensitization towards you know hate groups and stuff that students are? I'd say it's abundantly clear they have been desensitized. I've got a suggestion. Sort of oh, go ahead. <laughs> if you uh, if you suspend David Duke's Twitter account, please keep it suspended. I don't know if you saw that, but his his Twitter account was taken off after threatening to shut down synagogues, and then it was reinstated the next morning. It's like waking up for Christmas and then seeing that they've all been burned. Right, so like today there was a bomb threat on the Louisville Jewish Community Center, the only Jewish community center here in Kentucky. Um, the, the school that I attended, the Minneapolis Jewish Day School um, in Minnesota, they've received multiple bomb threats. Um, they've at least had to evacuate the school that I attended um, from third to eighth grade um, at least once, maybe multiple times, I'm not exactly sure. Um, so this has real effects on the Jewish community, um, and I would say members members of all communities are um, of, of minority communities are are threatened by these things. Um, there's been I think four mosques that have been burned mm -hmm. recently. Um, we've seen just an outpouring of hate, and and it's it's painful to see. Uh, Masjid Bilal, the the mosque here in Lexington, um, received a bomb threat. Um, so the tons of community organizations. Um, have been the victims of, of these crimes, um, and, and it's painful. Mm -hmm. So what do you think the role of education is? We talk a right. lot about how students can be partners in this, this fight against institutionalized hate, but what can the institutions themselves do to try and proof students against being made used to this sort of rhetoric? So I think, I think there are a couple of things. One is, I think Fayette County in particular needs to be taking um, a serious approach to tolerance education. Um, there are great curriculums, Facing History and Ourselves, um, a multitude of other organizations that do um, not just Holocaust education, but tolerance education in general. Um, I think these discussions need to be happening in school. Um, in school, we receive suicide prevention awareness. <clears throat> um, at the beginning of, of every school year. I think our schools need to be talking about what microaggressions are. Yep. Um, you know, why is it not okay to touch a black girl's hair? Um, why are certain comments like, oh, you're supposed to be smart when talking about mm -hmm. an Asian student or it's in your genes. Um, where are you from? Where are, are you from? from? These questions are hurtful. And even if you don't have the intention of being, um, of being, of being racist, um, that doesn't mean that the actions really any less are, right? Mm. So, you know, what the 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 path to hell is is paved with good deeds or how, how does this phrase good go? intentions good intentions um, so you know I think we need to be doing all around tolerance education I think we need to spend time and dedicate um, dedicate our schools to being um, bodies of of learning um, and in order for that to happen students need to be safe and secure because I don't know how anyone can be expected to learn in an environment where they don't feel safe.
Yeah, and I think you know, I think that's great in transition. Um, you know, in the weeks leading up to the inauguration and the nation's classrooms, kind of reported a Trump effect, uh, citing spikes in anxiety, particularly among groups threatened by many of Trump's policies. Um, is there a particular story that sticks out to you that you observed during that time that that uh, really put things in perspective for you, or really kind of made you realize the effects of his campaign rhetoric um, um, at Henry Clay or? Or even post pre inauguration, what do you think? And I mean, I know we like we. I mean, again, I'm I'm cautious to talk about Trump here. Um, mm. I want to be clear. Yeah. Condoning Trump's actions to me are clearly racist, anti-Semitic, Islamophobic, um, and I say this in you know in the clearest terms possible. Um, he does normalize his his words and his actions do normalize Islamophobia, mm-hmm. do normalize racism, um, anti-Semitism. I want to be clear here. However, um, hate's always been in our schools. Hmm. Um, you, you know, I think what Trump did is is expose it in a lot of ways. But this has existed before. Um, this is not a new problem by any means. That isn't to say it's not magnified or amplified. That isn't to say that we're um, we're reaching new levels. But again, this is this anti-Semitism never left. Hmm. Islamophobia never left. Racism never left. So um, I'm glad that we're having these discussions now. Um, that's what I will say. I'm glad that we're finally recognizing that, hey, there is systemic racism in our schools. There is um, you know, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia. There is um, homophobia. Um, I don't know how many times during the day that you know, I, hear, um, I hear the term faggot being thrown yeah. around um, and how hurtful that is to, to, to gay students um, and, and, and members of the LGBTQ community. Um, you know, how often do we hear these terms and we do nothing? So, you know, we all have to fight against being bystanders. Hmm. Um, so again, Trump has enabled some of this, um, but it's always been here. The question is, how do we proceed going forward, regardless of who the next administration is? Yeah. And um, even if Hillary Clinton had won in November, um, I, we, we would still be facing relatively similar problems. Would it be on the same magnitude of the same scale? I don't know. Probably not, but... It, you know, the hate has always existed. It still would exist. Yeah, so can you maybe touch then on the opposite? So is there is there kind of an inspirational observation you've seen of, um, gosh, I don't know, um, kind of being resurgent or kind of rebounding um, from hate speak or, or things that you've noticed uh, that are positive going on in the school? I mean, you touched on how really the Trump effect has produced positive awareness uh, in a way. Um, is there any specific story you'd like to mention, or is there anything that uh, I think I think the story of, out to of you? you organizing with 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 other Muslim students at mm. your school um, is, serves as an inspiration to me. Um, I think the stories of um, students who approach me in the hallways wearing a wearing a yarmulke at Henry Clay, mm-hmm. you say, you know, hey, I'm with you, or um, you know, I'm sorry you have to go through that. Um, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be overly self righteous here. Yeah. Right. Um, I had, I was lucky enough to be in a position, particularly with regards to anti-Semitism in January, to speak up against it. Mm-hmm. Um, but students experience racism, Islamophobia, um, sexism, uh, you know, homophobia on a daily basis, hmm. um, and they just don't have the same resources and tools that I was provided 